0: If you feel you're in the battle this morning, would you stand to your feet today? Lord, I just want to thank you for all your many blessings. Lord, I want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for showing us, Lord, and empowering us, Lord, to have victory over the enemy. Lord, I pray, Lord, we can have victory over fear. We can have victory over the things, Lord, that try to hold us back. Lord, we can have victory over the little things even that people don't even see in our lives. And, Lord, I thank you for that. And, Lord, I'm asking you, Lord, right now, Lord, allow your anointing to flow in this place. Lord, as we declare, Lord, that we are warring for you today, Lord, that we want to be in the army of the Lord, Lord, I'm asking you right now, Lord, to empower us through the Holy Ghost, Lord, to know, Lord, that we have the victory in you, and Lord, I just pray right now for every person, Lord Jesus, Lord, that would be battling, Lord, something in their life, Lord, I'm praying victory over their life right now. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Worship him for just a moment. We're going to sing a worship song, and then I'm going to preach very short sermon. And then uh, we're going to do a baptism right after. I'm going to ask you to stay for a lot of things going on today. But uh, we're going to feed you so you're good there. But uh, Brother Matt, lead us in a worship song.
1: Chega The ground began to shake, the stone was rolled away, his perfect love could not We sing Hallelujah. We sing.
0: now needs to raise their hands towards heaven and just begin to praise him for whatever you're going through whatever you're experiencing right now you just need to raise your hand and say lord shake the ground that's underneath me oh what i am facing is bigger than i am and lord i need to get a hold of you today that you just raise your hand as a sign of surrender and if you're not sure what you walked into this morning you don't know anything about our church, know that we love God and we love people. That's always been our motto. That's always been our passion, is to love God and to love people and connect them to God. And this may not have been a normal service, but you know, I have come to find out that normal's not always the best. And when God can use young people and he can use children's church and he can use you and I to get his accomplished will done, then that's what matters the most. Lord, I just thank you right now. Thank you right now, Lord, for touching and moving in our hearts and our minds. And Lord, I ask you, Lord, to touch your people, Lord, today. In Jesus' wonderful name. Praise team, I'm going to ask you not to go very far. Give me about 10 to 15 minutes at tops. And then I want y'all to come back and sing a few more songs and we're going to baptize uh, a youth. Genesis, have you Bibles? Genesis chapter 41, 37. says, the proposal pleased Pharaoh and all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find a man like this? Can we find a man like this? in whom is the Spirit of God? And then Pharaoh said to Joseph... Since God has shown you all of this, there is none so discerning or wise as you are. You shall be be over my house. All my people shall order themselves as you command. As regards to the throne, will I be greater than you? And Pharaoh said to Joseph, see, I have set you over all the land of Egypt And then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed him in the garments with fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck and he made him ride in the second chariot and they called out before him bow the knee. Thus he set him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh and without your consent no one shall lift up a hand or foot in all of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zephaphina. I believe that's how you pronounce that. And he called him in marriage with Ansona, the daughter great of Potiphar's priest of On. So Joseph went out over the land of Egypt. This is how old he was. Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh's king of Egypt. Now, what i just done is I read you the box score. I read you when you open up the paper. How many sports fans we have in here? We have a few. If you just open up and you look at the score, you would say Joseph won. But what you didn't understand, what I just read you, is how Joseph got to where he is at. Because Joseph, before he got to that place, he set years in prison for something he didn't do. He was accused by Potiphar's wife going all the way back of doing something that he did not do. And he was thrown into prison and he had a cupbearer and a baker that would come by. And they promised that, hey, when we get out, we're going to tell the king about you and we'll get you out of here. And they forgot about Joseph. And Joseph was stuck in prison for something he didn't do. And he just sat there. But Joseph was looking for a comeback. How many loves a good comeback story? I mean, we're all sports fans. We wore our favorite colors today. We love it when our team makes a major comeback. It gives you that great feeling. Now, understand, a lot of times that don't happen. You keep watching the game. The score's lopsided. You're probably thinking there's no comeback. But you're still hoping that your team might come back. I think a lot of times in life, we get ourselves in a situation that we need a comeback, and we're not sure exactly how to go about that, and then we, under, we just truly don't understand what God is trying to do for us. One of the greatest comebacks, you can Google it, research it, 2004, how many members that wonderful year, 2004. Nobody remembers 2004, that year. No, I'm not talking about the comeback. I'm just talking about the year. (laughs) Hadn't been that long ago. 15 years. Facing elimination. In the World Series, the Boston Red Sox was facing the New York Yankees. They were down to the fourth game. And Yankees were winning three games to zero. So all they had to do was take care of business on this fourth game, and the series would be theirs. No big deal. We've already won the first three. We'll take care of the fourth one and we'll host a trophy over our head. That fourth game, Boston Red Sox showed up and played. And they won. Now the series is three to one. No big deal. Next game comes along. Well, we still have another chance. All we got to do is win one more game. See, they had won the first three games, they just had to win. The Yankees just had to win one more game, and they would win the series that year. On the fifth game, Boston Red Sox showed up again and won. Now, there's no way ever in history, has this ever been done, that a team wins three games, and they're up three to zero, and then the next team win the next four. That's never happened, so statistically, the Yankees are still okay. So they go into the sixth game, knowing all we gotta do is win this one more game. One more game, it's over. The Boston Red Sox showed up and won game six. Now the series tied three to three. The greatest comeback in history is almost to be finished, but there's a game seven. And in that seventh game, the Yankees are thinking look, we had them three to zero. And now we let them back in, and it's three to three. All we got to do is win this one more game in the series. Is our- we won the first three. We let them win the next three. All we got to do is win this one more game. Boston Red Sox showed up. We know history. We've read it. They win Game Seven, making it the greatest comeback in baseball history in a World Series. Nobody had ever lost the series after winning the first three games. So say, so what does that mean to me today? And what, What's the baseball team have to do with anything? Truthfully, nothing. But it makes a great comeback story, and we love great comeback stories. But see, here's what's trying to happen in your life. You may feel like you've had a setback, but God is saying, if you allow me to interrupt your life, If you allow me to intervene, I can make your setback and cause a comeback that nobody will ever figure that would ever happen. See, nobody would ever thought that the Red Sox would have won that series being down 3-0. to zero. The world looked around and didn't give them a chance. There's a world looking around at us and saying, Christians, you are defeated. You have nothing else to live for. The world is against you. But can I let you know there's a comeback on the way that Jesus Christ is going to raise us up and say you were faithful and we're going to bring you back. See, so I can preach this because I read the, be- the end of the book. When you go to Revelations, we know where we stand. It may look like we're losing the battle and the war right now, but I have it on good accord that on that day, on that miraculous day that Jesus parts the eastern sky, there's going to be a comeback for every Christian. That's the one that I want to be a part of. That's the comeback that's more important to me than if Tennessee would ever come back in a game. That's the one that really makes a difference, is the comeback. But what happens is, We get like Joseph. We get to thinking we're forgotten. We get to thinking everybody around us that promised us something has forgotten us. He was in that cell, I'm sure, thinking that no one cared about him. And I'm sure there was times that he was probably even thinking that, Lord. I did everything that I could to serve you, and this is the thanks I get. This is the way I'm repaid. But on that day, when the king was talking to his wise men and his cupbearer, they said, wait a minute. There's a guy that we met when you got mad at us and thrown us in the dungeon. There's a guy that we met that could tell dreams. And the Pharaoh said, Go get him right now. I mean, one day, you got to picture this with me. One day, Joseph woke up in the dungeon of a cell, and the next day, he is in the king's court. I didn't read you all the scriptures before they brought him to the king. They cleaned him up. They shaved him, and they got him dressed appropriate to meet the king. And then they got him there, and Joseph said, let me tell you what. It's it's not me. The verses before I read, it's not me. It's the God in heaven I serve. See, let me I'm getting ready to close. Where's my praise team? Told you I wouldn't be long today. A lot of you are trying to come back on your own. But that's not what we have to do. We've got to give God the glory. We've got to say it's not me that's making this happen. It's not me that's showing up. It's God that is in my life that's allowing the comeback to take place. When the pieces start coming back together, it's not me, but it's the God that I serve. It's not me that can cause dreams to happen, but it's the God that I worship. We're putting our faith in too many other things and we're not putting them in God. Stand to your feet. The world may be telling you that your situation is so bleak that you can't have a comeback. You may feel like you're so low that you can't have a comeback. I'm going to ask him to sing one chorus. If that is you, if that is you, and say, "Pastor, I need to come back today. Fear has gripped me too long. I need to come back. My family is falling apart. I need to come back." My job is not what it once was. I need to come back. See, whatever you're facing that you need to come back from, God is a God of comebacks. And they're going to sing this chorus. I'm going to pray. If that is you, it's going to be real simple today, church. I just want you to come and stand in this altar, and I'm going to have a congregational prayer. If you don't want to come to this altar, I just want you to raise your hand. Jesus, come here, give me something to pray. Out
2: of the darkness, into the light, lifting us up. one voice. To our God we lift Lift up up one song. song. To our God we lift Lift up one one voice. hallelujah the lamb is overcome we sing hallelujah
0: They're going to sing this chorus I know the hour, I know what time it is I know sometimes we get impatient But I just feel like they need to sing this chorus Before I go get ready To do a baptism If you need prayer, right now is your time You don't need to wait any longer If you need prayer, right now is your time Sing this chorus with them
2: The Lamb has overcome We sing Hallelujah We sing Hallelujah the Lamb has overcome
0: just a moment. We have a young lady, the candidate is going to be baptized this morning. And uh, she asked me, I think it was three weeks ago, two weeks ago, can she be baptized?